Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your man, DJ Doris E. And I am Maya Dorsey. And you are on another episode of Dorsey DM Podcast. Come on in, sit your butts down, let's have some dialogue. I said on as if they were sitting on the couch. This is a couch. That's the Dorsey Dan. Come sit your butts down on the couch. Y'all get it. Um, Once again, we have some company in the building. We do. Well, in our house. <laughs> the building. In the building. Because <laughs> um, we are in the condo, so it is like, you know. The building. The building. Right. Our unit. Right. Whatever. Uh, we got John Tay in the building. Hey. Woohoo! <laughs> um, welcome. We ain't got no fake hand claps. Right. <laughs> we got to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we got John Tay in the building. Now, let's first start off with some, some current events. Um... As everybody knows, we live in Dayton, Ohio, and there was some tragic. There was something tragic that happened a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a mass shooting, being in the Oregon district, and the day we're actually recording this on Saturday, the what's today, the twenty fourth, and tomorrow the twenty fifth, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. A lot, what a lot of people don't know is Dave Chappelle is lives here, right? In our in our nine three seven, Yellow Springs, but it's still nine three seven. We all still in. It's just the outskirts of Dayton. And uh, he's throwing, like, this huge block party in the Oregon district, which is happening tomorrow. So there's been a lot of, I don't know, I don't know what I want to call it, just a lot of. Discussions. A lot of discussions talk, going chat, on. Chatter. And honestly, I have been kind of, like, tuned out of social media lately. People be like, well, I ain't seen you on Facebook like that. I'm like, I'm tired of you mm-hmm. people arguing about everything. Mm-hmm. So when I turned on Facebook um, yesterday, I think. I seen somebody, well, somebody sent me a picture like, yo, Kanye's downtown at Riverscape. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and I like Kanye. Uh, and then people was like, oh, my God, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, and um, Lady Gaga was at Cheesecake Factory. It was only a 15-minute wait. Okay. Like, I don't get the wait part. What was the wait part? I guess like because waiting for a table was 15 y- minutes? Yeah, and I guess oh. because a celebrity was in there. You know, everybody wants to run in when there's a celebrity. So, I gotcha. guess everybody was kind of like, oh, Surprise. it was only, okay. you know, nobody knew that they was going to be there. So, oh, only 15 minutes away. And I'm like, right. Okay. You know, I'm just, I'm just like, okay. Like, all right, cool. Do you get starstruck? No. Yeah. I mean, I've seen celebrities and I'm just like, oh, cool. Hi. Yeah. Like, a little excited, but not like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, no. And sometimes I don't even feel comfortable asking to take a picture because they get it so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, I see them. If I can take a picture, I take a picture. But do you have to take a picture with me to feel like hmm, that was fulfilled? You know, not mm-hmm. necessarily. But you know, I mean, it used to be me. autographs back in the day, but now everybody. Yeah, the autograph is a new picture. Yeah, autograph is the new picture. Yeah. And people are going to just like it and move on with their life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I ain't hating on it, though. No. I'm not hating on it. It's just kind of like I'm not. I'm not that starstruck. Where I'm just like, maybe it depends on who it is. It depends on who it is. So is. if so, who who is your person? If you see him, then <laughs> if, if I see little old Bruno, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> who is that him. for you? Ooh. I don't know if I have a person. You know who I who oh I would god. probably do a backflip just to go meet. You won't believe it. It's actually a guy. Who? Jazzy Jeff. Oh, yeah, okay. he would. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, and I can see that. I would definitely. do a cartwheel over everybody in the audience. I believe that, too. Just to touch the hem of his garment. Uh-uh. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I want hands like yours. He, he's a guy who I really look up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of my, probably, he is my top favorite DJ. 
Somebody asked me, is he still relevant? They almost got body slammed. Still one of the most sought after DJs in the world. But he is. Um, so tomorrow they got Lady Gaga, Kanye West. Um, who else did I say? Oh, well, Kim Kardashian ain't doing nothing. But just some celebrities coming down to do a concert. I give all applause to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's um, great. Giving back to the community. To use a celebrity for a purpose. Yeah. So, John Legend did the same thing. He yeah. came down here. Yeah. I guess he gave like a private concert or something. I don't know. I guess seen the advertisement saying that he was or in con- the area. I think he did a concert for the family. Maybe. I don't I think, know. I think so. But just the fact that you use your celebrity for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? For John, a better cause. For and, a cause. Rather. And John Legend is from around here as right. well. Yeah. You know, Springfield. So, um, yeah, so I, I just really applaud Dave Chappelle for doing that. I guess my where my nerves get racked is seeing people do all this back and forth, and it's like, yo, if Pete, I guess the back and forth was people are running to Kanye's church, uh, choir because he does these like Sunday morning church services or something, and people are trying to get in part of that choir, and then some people are like, y'all don't even try to get in y'all's local choir, yo. This is only comes around once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Let people have their fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it, he's doing a choir. Yeah, he's having like a whole choir. You know, he's doing a whole choir thing too. They have yeah. a rehearsal tonight. I don't know. So, yeah, I think they do. <laughs> you I better think, hurry up, I think, had, I think they had it last night, and I think they're having it tonight for the concert tomorrow. That's so, um, I mean, did he tap certain churches, or he gets a hey, open choir practice tonight at such right. and such? I don't know how he did it in the park or how choir he's doing practice, it. Seven but, o'clock. But there's just a lot of back and forth, and I'm like, yo, just let people. If this is what people are into. Let them be into it. Yeah, it's Man. a good reason. I mean, really. Me, I can care less, but I ain't hating on nobody who does it. Like, right. for me, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Right. And somebody want to get it, I'm, okay, you know. It is what it is. Um, any, You got any We got any other things that happen? No, it's a great. Oh, you want to talk about Noah's teacher? Yeah. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Well, you got the call. Okay, so I got the call. <laughs> she was ready. I was. <laughs> okay, I got the call. <laughs> so. I'll tell you. So I got the call this week. First of all, when you see your child's school call, listen, your heart drops. Everything's just like, okay, what's going on? I was on the other on the other line on another call, and I was like, uh, um, hold on, I got <laughs> my child's school is calling. So she's on the other line, and she's like, hi, Mrs. Dorsey. I'm like, yes. So I'm like, she's not sad, mm-hmm. so maybe this is good. I just called to tell you that um, Noah is doing such a good job in school. He is just like. A, he's he's a gifted child and it's so crazy because i had told terrence monday i was like i would not be surprised in the next year or two years they come calling time i know it's gifted mm-hmm. because noah's processing skills is so fast mm-hmm. and that i can recognize it as an educator mm-hmm. that that's not typical and his, he, he's, his mental math is just i mean he does he read how he how he reads and comprehends and just processes numbers and it's, it's quick mm-hmm. and so i said monday i was like i wouldn't be surprised here she comes calling two yes. days later and she's like you gotta get the kid on your hands and i mean he's just in there killing it but he's being himself and I, she was like you know he's not one that's out front you know you have to kind of like check in on him but when you do he's on top of it so she was like i'm just so excited to have him and he's such a lovable kid and i get so up and i was like that's wonderful you know, because when you look at the national yeah. data, our black boys really struggle. Mm-hmm. Our black boys fall to the bottom of the data. And so for my son to still be persevering and doing well, you know, of course, you still have to nurture that. It's not like he's arrived and that's the end. But just the fact that he's doing well in his environment, 
was really encouraging. So I was super excited. Yeah. You called and was call. like, oh my God, Noah's teacher just called. I'm like, whoa, 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 what, what? Yeah, I was like, it's good. I'm excited. It's good. Maya, it's a good thing. I always get on Maya by her matter of expressions. So to say, her, his teacher just called. Yeah, I was like, his teacher just called. And I said, and then he he didn't listen to everything, though, I said. I said, his teacher just called, and she said he's doing good. I didn't hear And he that. was like, go back. What he She called. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> she called saying he's doing well, you know. So I'm excited because he really, you know, I think we said it before, but Noah had um, speech yeah. issues early on because of his um, hearing yeah. due yeah. to ear infections and stuff like that. So they said he had water in his ear. That made it, he probably heard stuff that made it sound it like, sound he, was like he was underwater. Yeah. And so he had to really work on some speech therapy for about three years. Mm-hmm. And then one day he gets woke up and he started talking clear as day. Shut up. It was just that simple, you know. Hey, just shut one up. day. <laughs> shut up. You um, know that's my word. And then, and then, um, Noah is very lazy. Could be. He, he is extremely. You have a son, girl. He's very extremely lazy. lazy. So we would try to get him to do. The, you know how you do the whole cards. See, mm-hmm. dude is like, dude, put them can. down. Nobody wants them. And we just like, oh my god, this dude is lazy. So one day Jay comes into the uh, bedroom. This was like two years ago. Daddy. Noah just picked up this third grade book and read it word for word. So I'm kind of like laying down. Like, like, yeah, okay. He picked up that book. And the cat crossed the street, and it was very <laughs> diligent in his ways. <laughs> he did. He did. We were and like, I'm what? looking like, what the? He's one of them kids. I think I was like this. I clowned around a lot. Mm-hmm. I was class clown. But, but he's I, not a clown. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. I was that kid. See what I'm saying? Yeah. He don't may, listen. Don't, don't put that on my baby. I but said, go ahead. I said, I was the kid. Okay, go ahead. Because your daughter is the clown. See, what you have to recognize is. <laughs> no. See, I was the kid that was clowning around, but I heard everything that the teacher was saying. Mm-hmm. And they thought I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I still grabbed on what you were saying. I was just clowning. So, I think with him and his laziness, he's still paying attention. So, I, you know, it was just kind of awkward to see, you know. Or it was surprising to see him being able to read the way he can read. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and he had the expressions and like oh, wow. the cat crossed the street and he was very excited. <laughs> he did. <laughs> licked his finger to flip the page. I was like, hey, 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 we don't do that. Don't lick your finger. Get you a thummy thing. Or you better use the two fingers to you know flip the page. I can't stand it. I can't stand it when I'm at. Like pass that paper so they look oh, at us. You, you ever be in a meeting or something? And like they'll peel out some papers. Like, hey, can you pass this around to the rest of the people? And they'll lick their finger and then like, and hand it to that. you. I'm like, I don't want that one. I need a different one. You know what? Just, just I'll memorize it real quick. Let me look at that real quick. <laughs> I can't stand it when people lick their finger and hand me something. Yeah. Me or either. if I ask you for a piece of something, don't rip it off and then hand it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially a 14 year old boy. Oh. I'm like, bruh, no. You still, I don't even want it. Yeah, never mind. You can keep it. Yeah, what are you just outside doing cartwheels? <laughs> and you say you got dog poop on your hand? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Don't don't lick your fingers and hand me nothing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know. That might be a black people thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, Jonte. Hey. Thank you for so thank you for so much coming. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Um we wanna, you know, we wanna Learn about you. Oh boy. Okay. So, um, I don't know what y'all talked about. No, I guess one, you know, Jante, I've been knowing Jante, well, we've been knowing Jante for, uh, we've been married 15 years, so 18. Yeah, that sounds. 
years right. or more. Yeah. And so, when did you, you come to Dayton? Um, I came in 2001, but I didn't come to the church till maybe about 2003. Okay. Yeah. And you, did you come here for a school? Mm-hmm. Where'd you go? Wright State. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see her at Wright State? Occasionally. Maybe. Maybe occasionally. Yeah. Because you, I remember there was like this Wright State crew that was coming, which is how I met Maya. Mm-hmm. But you didn't come with that crew. You just kind of came on your own. Um, I came with, uh, I guess, my own little crew, Dill. I don't know if you remember Dill. I know Dill. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shout out to Dill. That That is one of the coolest guys yeah. on earth. Yeah. Um, him and like everybody lived, we all lived on like the same floor. Gotcha. So that's how. Okay. And then we ended up working together too. So that's how he introduced the church to me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll go. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then you can't, oh, go ahead. So for 18 years now, almost 20 years, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so we've just, we just always hit it off. Mm-hmm. You know, you used to call me fabulous. <laughs> that's your word, <laughs> yes. fabulous. And so we just, you know, hit it off. And then, so for people that don't know, we used to go, a lot of the college students in the area would go to our local church that was pretty much, I can't, our local church that was pretty much like youth driven, you know, like college youth driven or whatever. So since then, a lot of people have dispersed Mm -hmm. and we still have kept up. And, you know, kept in touch with mm-hmm. certain groups of people. So, Jante is one of those people. And so, you've always just been this ray of sunshine, mm-hmm. but I know that it doesn't Thanks. come without challenges, too. So, I just wanted to kind of see, you know, if you can share some of your different successes and just journeys over these last um, 18 years. So, like you said, you have a son mm-hmm. and you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. So, tell us about your son and your daughter. Uh, my son, Nick, is 14. And my daughter Kirsten is seven. She'll be eight in November. <laughs> I oh, remember wow. that. Um, yeah, there. I think currently, overall, my journey with them is, or my concern mainly, is raising um, a young black boy. Absolutely, mm-hmm. definitely young black boy. And you know, if you you know Nick, super smart, kind of not your original typical thinking thought process Mm -hmm. type kid um so that and then you know him being black and i think he kind of looks indian too like yes he does so it's like yeah because he got that good hair hair. but his skin is that that tone of skin is yeah but um kind of raising him and then you know him being 14 and me being a single mom and you know my thing is you can read a thousand books by a thousand men or whatnot but I will never be a man so you know I can say you know Nick you need to do this or do this it's probably not going to mean that much to him if it's not coming from a man Mm -hmm. you know I I feel like Terrence could tell him the same exact thing and it would hold more weight because it's coming from him I I cannot be a a dad a man I don't know what it feels like to be 14 and hormones raging you liking these little ugly girls and so yes. therefore you just receive your celebration on Mother's Day, not Father's Day too, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Ooh, thank God. I'm not. I mean, I like say something funny, like yeah, me too. But I'm no, I'm not. Like the Me Too movement? No, or, I'm just like playing. I'm messing with. Just crazy. <laughs> you have to ignore him. So that's with him, I guess, is something that I have to. I kind of keep in mind and just want him to spend more more time with men mm-hmm. you know cause but what about his relationship with his dad because you and his dad were married mm-hmm. 
Okay. <laughs> and so now that you're not married, how is that? Um, honestly, I feel that Nick and his dad could spend more time together. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that um, I feel like his dad could take him in more, I guess you could say. And I know he does. Like we have our like the visitation. We just got off the summer visitation, which is um, every other full week. You know, he'll have them. I think that's great and wonderful, but I, I just feel like honestly Corey could do more, and mm-hmm. maybe he can't because mm-hmm. I'm not there. I'm not. I don't know his schedule, you know, and him being remarried and all that. I don't know that, but just to me, I just feel like you could do more, and maybe because I just see so much in Nick, and I see in him that he wants that type of relationship. Okay, you know, so I that you know, I have to in my head make sure I don't get upset about it and thinking like well, you need to do this and you need to do this mm-hmm. and continue to try to create moments for him mm-hmm. and his son. But I guess that's it. I wish I could speak to that. Um, I don't know what it's like. Um, I really don't. I know for me, having a son, um, it's almost the son and the daughter both require special attention. Mm-hmm. You know, they both do. I think they just require different special attention their needs are different yeah their needs are different mm-hmm. um and i know for me just being a father like today we went when when my daughter had volleyball you know we went and we, he wanted to shoot ball mm-hmm. and i'm like cool you know so it's just kind of like being able to dribble the ball with him and do stuff like that so it's just like those are the requirements that i have for you know are some of the things that i do with him mm-hmm. um but i don't i don't know and then with the dynamic of being remarried, is is he stepdad to, or do they have any kids together? No. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And that's that's my guy, you know. Oh, the, yeah, I know that. I we go yeah. way back. We used to talk about him playing a piano with a bow tie only on. Like, dude. I can't. Put some, put some clothes can't. on, man. I'm done. Anywho. <laughs> One of the dopest piano players in the world. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Super talented. But with that, you know, with him being remarried, does that also affect, you know, the relationship with, is that a barrier for Nick with his dad as well? You know, because sometimes you just don't, my parents divorced when I was um, in high school, Mm -hmm. actually. And so I know for me, by that point, I was getting ready to prepare to go to college. Kind of was like, uh, I'm trying to get into my own thing. Mm -hmm. But there were certain things that, um... I feel like still kind of laid on me as a result of their relationship or their marriage, you know, dissolving. And so it has impact. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes, you know, even as children, you know that your parents are happy and you want them to be happy. Mm -hmm. Um, But it still has some level of impact, you know, because it's like my family is different. And then when you start welcoming step parents into the mix, that really becomes interesting because Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, your parent loves this person and you're like, I really ain't feeling them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, how has that been um, in their relationship being where it is right now? Um, oh, but that's a good question. Yeah, I think, I feel like Nick feels like his relationship with his dad has changed because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously now um, his attention, I won't necessarily say it's solely elsewhere, but he has to give his attention also now to his wife. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that has really honestly affected Nick. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I think dad has changed, you know, since, 
you know, she's become a part of their life. Now, they definitely, you know, love her or whatnot. That's but, good. you know, it is different now. It is different. I guess, obviously, they were younger, you know, drop them off and they take a walk, go get ice cream. And it was obviously more the tension was on them and it was their time together. And so now that time that they had have together there's an additional person Mm -hmm. so maybe his attention is going to her as well during Mm -hmm. this select time right Mm -hmm. but I think I believe like now they're kind of it doesn't occur overnight just easy like that or even in a year or whatnot I think there's some time of developing getting to know everybody and their differences and kind of meshing and working with that so I mean hopefully prayerfully and I believe that you know they do love her and you know, love spending time with her, but that still might be a thing for Nick. Like, like I want my dad. It's a weird dynamic dad. probably for him. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've heard people say that it's easier to divorce when the kids are younger than it is when they're older. Because, mm-hmm. again, just for the same reasons that she mentioned, when you're younger, number one, for girls, I know for me, dad is the superhero. <laughs> you know what I mean? As long as you haven't done anything that that daughter has witnessed to be of of, of egregious or something that's horrible. It's like, I don't care. My daddy can't do no wrong. He is my hero, you Mm -hmm. know? And so (laughs) it's easier to um, say, let's go get ice cream. Let's go to the park. You know, do things to pacify them when they're younger. It's a Band-Aid. Right. I mean, it's easier when they're younger. But then when you're older, you're like, don't nobody want no dang ice cream. And no, I don't want to go to the park. I'm, you but know, it's cold I'm stone. interested. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm interested in, you know, girls or I'm interested mm-hmm. in boys. I'm interested in things that um, don't require you just spending a couple bucks and mm-hmm. sending me along my way. Right. And it requires more time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why the difference with older kids, you know, they're trying to find themselves. They're Definitely. trying to spread their wings into life. And it requires a little bit more time commitment, mm-hmm. you know, and transparency. Because yes. I think parents trying to, like, shelter their kids from what happened mm-hmm. in the marriage going wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, really, as kids, you know, like, something was off. They argued all the time. Or I overheard so-and-so. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a difference when you just be real with your kids, too, and say both parties can be real and say, you know what, I messed up in this area. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have been a better husband. I could have been a better wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we have work to do. So I just think that's why it's harder for teens, you know, to make that well, transition. How old, how old was Nick when y'all got a divorce? He Y'all been divorced how, how many years now? Um, we separated in 2013. It was official in 2014. So about five years. Yeah. Okay. And Kirsten was so, young. She wasn't even quite two yet. So eight, nine for, yeah. for him. Okay. Yeah. So let that, me, yeah, go ahead. I was about to say, let me dig back to that time. Okay, if I can remember. <laughs> When when you first separated mm-hmm. and divorced was how was that adjustment? Because I mean I hear like divorce is almost like death for some. Some people are like, <laughs> I've had people ask me to do divorce parties. I'm like, oh wow, y'all party for this? Like it was um, hmm. there was a lot going on when we separated. Like the year before we separated, my mom had died. Maybe nine, ten months later. Then my granny had died. Mm. Uh, then a few months after that, um, we separated. Like, he left the house or whatnot. Um, then I had to move. I lost my job. Uh, then I think I started school. It was 
it was a lot. So in my head, I wanted it to be okay. Like, okay, we can still talk and still pick up the kids. And I was honest, I was at that point, I was, I was done, you know, like, I don't, I don't feel like I had any animosity or anything like that necessarily, mm-hmm. but I was done, but we couldn't even have like regular conversations. Like if we did start to have like a friendly conversation, it would just then go, go, go all the way left and bring stuff back up from the past. Well, you did this. And I was just like, so did I answer the question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like for, then you went on your own, like, mm-hmm. you know, he go his way, you go your way. Mm-hmm. How was that transition? Like, how how did you adjust to life? Like, oh, my God, you know. Because y'all were married how long? Um, it's almost 10 years. Okay. So, I mean, you guys had built up your life. Because you, you, y'all was in y'all's 20s when y'all got married, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And was... he was like 40. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> if you listen, you know I'm just he playing gonna with you. He's going to kill you. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, So, when y'all got married, you know, you, you're together for 10 years. So, you build your life, mm-hmm. you know. A certain way mm-hmm. then all of a sudden that, yeah, mm-hmm. he goes his way you go your way you know you get, did you stay in the same house you went somewhere else um for a moment i stayed in the same house but it was just became like too expensive you mm-hmm. know because then it was just me paying these bills um so then i moved you know even in that that's a a large transition sure with two is. kids and it's expensive yes mm-hmm. what you said with two kids with yeah. two kids mm-hmm. yeah you know, finding Nick another school, it worked out. Like looking back, like okay, God, like you, like worked this out. His mm-hmm. school ended up being up the street from where we live, so you know I could just drive up there real quick, take him. Um, it was it was honestly surreal. Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody really thinks or, you know, like oh I'm gonna get a divorce. Mm-hmm. It was just all really surreal, like almost like this cannot be happening. Right. And then you look at yourself, like, like what did I do or what didn't I do or what could have could have could have I've done <laughs> yeah what could have done better or differently right. or differently yeah. um and then I believe I just had to come to myself be like at this moment and it, that didn't happen overnight you know either he didn't want to be married to me mm-hmm. anymore or didn't want to be married or maybe in his head he felt like it should be a certain way and it wasn't going that way mm-hmm. so was it your decision to dissolve the marriage yes so that was yeah, so that's tough within itself. Yeah. Cause that's a form of rejection too. I mm-hmm. mean, no matter who makes the call, whether it's the husband or the wife to say that I'm I can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. I'm I want a divorce, I mean the other person is feeling the rejection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um that's hard. And for women, because we want to be desired, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a huge rejection because we pour our hearts in our mind and our soul into our households and into our families and we try to be these you know um, perfect wives Mm -hmm. if you will and Mm -hmm. so when you have someone um your husband you know tell you hey I don't want to be with you anymore or I want to be divorced um that's that's hurtful you know Mm -hmm. just on our makeup I mean Mm -hmm. there over time you build up this wall like you know okay peace Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but just to our core of the vulnerability of how we're structured as women you know, it's that it has to be hurtful. Did you do any counseling or therapy? Yeah, we definitely did, I guess, counseling. We were separated, but we still did counseling, you know, I guess maybe two. I don't even know if to come back together. We did counseling. Together or separately? Um, we did it together, and then there were times, like, we met did separately. It. Yes, met mm-hmm. separately. Um, I, felt, I felt that, 
like something was going on, but I couldn't like get a hold of it. Almost felt like, oh, I'm crazy. Something's going on. I'm crazy. That's how I felt. But then come to find out in the end, oh, girl, you weren't crazy, boo. Right. You weren't you weren't crazy at all. So then it was like almost like a relief. Like, okay, okay this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not all the way cra- all the way crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's deal with it. Yeah. Because you start unpacking. What I like about therapy, and I mean, I go to therapy, and it's not necessarily like a reason per se. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's a good way to just check in and see where am I. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes we fool ourselves into this false reality of where we think we really are. Mm-hmm. And so when you sit down and you have some and you're having a conversation with someone, they're listening and they don't know you from a can of paint. They don't know your friends, your family, anything. They can kind of see through and pull things out right. that you're not identifying for yourself. So, you know, again, it's like, okay, this is my fault. I should have done this. I should have done that. But when you sit down, it's like, let's unpack this. Mm -hmm. Let's start pulling these layers back one at a time. Then it's like, okay, all right, maybe, okay, I could have done this. But that was something I had no control over. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I always feel like counseling is good. What about the kids? Did you also put include the kids in therapy or counseling? You know, um, I didn't. We didn't. Um, after I moved though, uh, the school offered counseling. And so, um, what school did it was, um, <laughs> I think it was like through insurance. They offered, um, this counseling yeah. agency. Oh, you was this for is the like, kids. Oh, oh, okay. For the kids. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so, so Nick, you paused like you was trying to sign the kids up. Why we still no, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure <laughs> I'm with you. He's like, what school? <laughs> Okay. Hilarious. So Nick um, began going to that. And I know I had talked to like his teachers and principals and he was like acting up. But they felt like it wasn't because of the divorce. It was just because he was being whatever age he was and just, you know, acting up. But he still, you know, he still went to counseling. And honestly, I believe he needs to get back into that. Maybe last year was his last time in Mm -hmm. it. But Mm -hmm. I, I do believe he needs to get back into it. My thing is, I honestly want him to. He had. A male counselor, and then it went to a woman counselor. You, you know, we're all fabulous, us women, you know, especially black women. But I, like I said before, I don't feel that I, as a woman, can tell you as a young man, you know, I can only go by if somebody told me or what book I read, like, oh, this is A and this is B. Right. But for it to come from a man and a discussion to have man to man or man to boy, I feel is imperative. So that's kind of why I took him out of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she wasn't good or anything. I took him out of that, and I'm looking for a male counselor. I got you. I mean, because sometimes it's not a fit. Sometimes you can outgrow your therapy, mm-hmm. your therapist, um, because it's like that's at the top of their knowledge or ability or skill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just capped out, so mm-hmm. it's time to find someone else. But how how is your daughter handling everything? Like, did she go through any therapy or, or is, anything? Or is this kind of norm? This is almost like a norm for her. Cause she was or so that young. She, yeah, that she gets not even recognized. Like this, this, hey, is, this has been my. I go to daddy's since, house. Yeah. I go to mommy's house, and that's it. Because she, was, she is younger. She was like two. Yeah, she wasn't even two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I feel like it is her norm. She might still need to talk to somebody, but Kirsten's very open, very honest, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> very blunt. So I feel like I could ask her something. She's very aware. Um, mm-hmm. So I could like ask her something, and she very aware of her feelings and let me know and so but you know she might you know need counseling too maybe there's just something she doesn't even know that's in there that needs to perhaps be pulled out and with a counselor they know the right questions to ask and how to ask to 
you know, pull that out. Of her. You know what's funny? I remember being a kid. My normal was I grew up in a two-parent home. And I had friends that lived either with only their mom mm-hmm. or with a stepdad. And, I, you know, it didn't dawn on me until later on in life, like, no wonder why some of these people, some of these, you know, some of my friends want to come over to my house. Mm-hmm. You it know, different. Yeah, like, I didn't know that there was a, you know, like, I didn't really look at it from their viewpoint. It mm-hmm. was certain people that, you know, just, just had a mom and was struggling and lived in the projects. And I'm like, just this kid that got both parents and, you know, both of them work and mm-hmm. they both got master's degrees and kind of a middle class mm-hmm. home and. Then when you when you see when, I guess when I got older I was like oh snap I didn't realize it was like this for single parent homes so now I think the biggest question that I have is how do you do it yeah that was my question <laughs> how the transition you, from being a married woman with two children to being a single woman with two children because right? when I when I think about I, th- this is the reason why I say from a guy's perspective how in the world do you do it you're a single mother. And thankfully, you, you the, the father's still in the picture. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it where they're paying for daycare, and we know daycare rapes everybody. Cello. <laughs> you know, <laughs> taking them to school and making sure, or, or after school care or something mm-hmm. like that. Just, you know, you got all these responsibilities just with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got multiple kids, one plays volleyball, one plays soccer. Or, you know, one plays one sport, one dances. You know, mm-hmm. it's just they got different things going on. So it's like, as a mother... You going to work all day, then when you get off, you helping with homework. All right, y'all, we got to be at your practice by six o'clock. So then you got to run over here for her practice, her her dance recital. And then you got to run over here for his basketball practice. You know, it's like, how in the world? And work and take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. So how are you? <laughs> how are you balancing being a single mother? Honestly, I don't know. I think it's something that clicks in you like I just have to do this like Mm -hmm. if I don't do this then they're going to suffer I'm definitely not all the time 100% on my game you know maybe according to how someone thinks a single mother should or or whatnot it it is difficult I've cried a trillion nights um put a wet washcloth on my rag so when I get up in the morning um on my face so I'm not puffy yeah you didn't know that like when yeah. you cry, you wake up and you be puffy. Yeah. I, I, dang, Terrence, I'm still trying to be cute. I'm right. not. I'm not a big crier, so I don't know. Oh, I am. Gotcha. I am. That's that's how I like release. release. Okay. But I I don't know. I think you just kind of you just do it literally. Mm-hmm. But it is. That's. Difficult. I mean, that's what I hear women say. It's like, do I have a choice? You know, you just do what you got to do because you got to do it. You know, yeah. you just wake up. It's like okay. Have the conversation with the kids. This is the day. This is what mommy got to do. This is what you got to do. I need you to be responsible and do A, B, and C. You know, um, I I know as an educator, especially as an administrator, I would see, I would empathize with my single parents um, because they're trying to work. And so when the kids get into a fight at school mm-hmm. or, you know, the kids didn't got in trouble at school and they have to leave their job mm-hmm. and sometimes not have transportation. So they got to get on the bus or whatever, find a ride to come pick up their child. The child's not understanding the, the level or degree of sacrifice exactly. that has to take place in order for me to stop what I'm doing mm-hmm. to attend to this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
I've always felt like, man, you know, if the kids can really understand the challenge it is and just trying to keep everything together Mm -hmm. and how important their roles are in supporting their single parent and trying to keep everything together. Mm -hmm. Because like right now, the school is liable to call one of us, you know, and say, hey, Jay and are sick. So it's like, okay, can you go? No, I got a meeting. Can you go? No, or yeah, I can. Or you got to count the, uh, how much sick time you got left. Exactly. Or, or, you like, know. well, I mean, because what we would do is we would trade off sick days. Mm-hmm. So, like, if the kid was out, if one of our kids were out sick for a week, we would bounce back and forth and rotate when they were younger. You take off a day, I take off a day, you take off a day, I take off. And to, who, to the child gets better. Or you Don't like, let that second kid. Mama. <laughs> Right, mama, his mother-in-law has me. His mom, my mother-in-law has <laughs> amazing. But you know, it's like we bouncing back and forth. Then that next kid then got sick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if we didn't have um, a support system of his mother being retired, because it could be a situation. There was times where she was still working, and we had smaller kids, and it was like we got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But when you have that by yourself, and you don't have a lot of family here that you can say, you know what? Well, okay, grandma, cousin, aunt you know here can y'all take turns and you're on your own it's hard to keep a job it's hard to because employers don't always be empathetic to that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like they just want the bottom line you've been out this many times well yeah i'm out because of my kid you know um so let me with you talking about support system what type of support system do you have i just got jesus i quit (laughs) (laughs) i know that's right He's all I need. Yes. Amen. So does he babysit for you? <laughs> Say sometimes. Hey, God is watching. Y'all, be, y'all, y'all don't touch nothing. I'll be back next week. Um, Lock up. Hilarious. Honestly, that's why I say, like, things just end up working out so well because I don't have a support system. Like I said, my grandma died. My mom died. You know, they live up north, you know, the Youngstown area. So, No. I didn't, so I'd have to take off if the kids were sick, um, take care of them. It, it was all on me, period. Still pretty much is all on me. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know. I don't even know how. Honestly. So how do you get your me time in? Like, <laughs> how do you get, I mean, I know as a woman in general and a mother and a wife, it's just hard in general to have me time. But as a single mother, you know, how do you get time or take time for yourself? Um, well, Nick is old enough now, so I can might be able to run and, you know, do something. But I don't know. You tell me, Maya, because I have, you know, listen, honey. I'm looking special about the brows right now. So I'm like, I need to run and do this. And right. But um, I don't know. I just sometimes have to. I have had to, like, Nick, I need to I need just for a moment. I need you to watch Kirsten. I need, just need to run up the street and, you know, take a walk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very difficult, and I don't think I have. Three days later. <laughs> <laughs> Where's mama? <laughs> and I have felt like that. Yes. And I'm sure others have felt like that, like, when we first separated and got divorced, I'm like, this like this is not how my life is supposed to be. Mm. Like this isn't what I this ain't this ain't what I signed up for. And really asking God, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like little Jesus, what is you doing? You know, honestly like definitely cried I'll promise you, like every night for the longest time, like 
what is going on? What are you doing? I don't horrible. Um, honestly, like thoughts of suicide. Like mm-hmm. I That's don't, real. but then <laughs> maybe I'm petty, like really thoughts of suicide, but like two things, like one thing, like I couldn't imagine my kids like walking in on me, mm-hmm. like being laid out. Cause that's, my brothers experienced that with my mom. Gotcha. Like she didn't commit suicide, but she died. And they like, it was spring break, you know, there's a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was spring break. They thought she fell asleep on the couch. They went outside and play, you know, come back in. Like we ready to eat. She wasn't cooking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I, I think that was in my head. Like I could not ever imagine my kids coming in and discovering and, me. and yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then in addition to that, like I said, maybe I'm petty. I just felt like, he wouldn't be able to take care of the kids well. Gotcha. Like, without me. Around. My babies need me. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, honestly, that's, like, what has, or what did, like, stop me from. Yeah. That's real. It's very, very painful to be, have that rejection. And then, not only in the marriage, you know, digging deeper, um, I have issues of rejection and abandonment. My okay. mother had me when she was very young. So my grandmother took care of me, and I couldn't fathom yeah. understand why can't I live with my mom? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't my mother want me? Mm-hmm. That was a huge thing. You know, I thought I was a pretty good kid, you know? So, like, why doesn't my mother want me? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, How old was she when she had you? She was 13. Okay. Mm. You said, mm, yeah, she was, she was 13. Very, I thought you were going to say, like, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was 13. So definitely... Um, being older and really taking a look back and maybe even putting myself in her shoes at that time, like what 13 year old is going to be able to really take care of a child? Right. At, at what point, at what point did you recognize that? Honey, it wasn't, but too long ago, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, and I had to do that for myself. So I wasn't so angry. Mm-hmm. My mother had, um, my oldest, not my oldest, my younger brother, um, He's, I think, 20 now. So mm-hmm. when she had him, I felt very, I definitely felt some type of way. Like, right. you can have this child in, but you couldn't take care of me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just definitely felt rejected and abandoned. Mm-hmm. And then um, my cousin said <laughs> I was like the family orphan mm-hmm. because, you know, I live with my grandmother and then I live with uh, one of my other uncles and then I live with my aunt and uncle, you, you know, so it was never, I only live with my mom maybe a year and a half okay so so all that I had to I guess you could say unpack after you know being married and divorced like oh I definitely have this additional feeling of abandonment and mm-hmm. rejection mm-hmm. So. okay here I go sound like an investigator go ahead so if you live with your grandmother where'd your mom live if she had you at 13 um she was there a little bit but my mom then moved to Atlanta with my aunt to this is this is the kicker to help my aunt raise her daughter. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a that's blow. That's like an algebra question. Three right <laughs> <laughs> A equals two B. Yes, that was okay. So, yeah, I'm still trying to carry the nine. <laughs> I, anywho, Jante, you know he's special. I know. You know he's still special, Jante. Probably specialer. And if you okay? were to put that in Common Core terms, I can't. So. Life after divorce, so dating again, all of that. So how has that been? Have you started dating again? Because I was on DJ and I seen you. I I, I seen this guy come up and I seen John Tay and I'm like, okay, John Tay. (laughs) Okay. 
And I was like, whose white horse is this out here in the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got cars. I just heard. <laughs> Hilarious. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why the horse got his own light? Just, just pray for me. What constantly. Is, oh, that's his? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, originally, um, after the separation and divorce, like, I didn't really date, really talk to anybody. Like, you know, I had a little secret friend or whatnot. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> little cutty buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After hours and whatnot. Crusty crab crumb sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Won't tell but... me what's in the sauce. <laughs> I need you to stop. SpongeBob. And let her talk. No, this is good. This is good. This he is, good. is special. But never really, like, dated anybody. I guess you could say maybe openly, publicly. Um, I don't know. Then... I, and honestly, I don't know if God was hiding me, you know, from my stupidity. Because I had gotten to a point where I'm just, I was just like, oh, forget it. I'm a, I'm a do me. Right. And who's ever included in the do me, then, okay, within reason. You know, I right. wasn't going you know, straight out and just be hoeing. But wasn't, didn't God have a song like that? Do me, <laughs> baby, tonight. I hate when he gets like this because he gets so distracted. <laughs> you talking about that type of do me? Yeah. Please me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm mad at her. Yeah, but. like that's at a point. That's how I felt. Like, Tinder okay, I'm gonna take love. this. <laughs> I'm gonna take this trip. See who I need to see. Oh, my favorite rocket ship. <laughs> Do I you see? Put in uh, little Einstein's <laughs> in that. <laughs> but you know, and then I, you know, met Tony, and we just started talking, and then hanging out, and so y'all like official. I think so. I ain't gonna put yeah. you on that spot. Okay, well you said okay. Oh said, Jesus, I think Father, so. we are. Okay, that's cool. How, so, so you've been divorced for five years. Five years, mm-hmm. and this is like as of within the last six months, year where you're like, um, we met, we met over two years ago, but just, I guess you could say real low key, just learning us and enjoying each other, and and I like him. He's cool. He's I cool. like him. I oh, met him. That says a lot because yeah. when I meet people, I'm kind of like. Because he'll tell, he'll be like, babe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, babe. Mm, I ain't get no good vibes, babe. I mean, he was just, uh, he, he got that vibe where you like, he's a cool guy. Yeah. I, I like him. He's a really good guy. And we had a connection through Ryan, who's actually been on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, He was like, yeah, because you do stuff with Ryan and done it. I was like. Yeah, but he just had that, you know, some guys be kind of like stand off and who's just over here hugging my girl. <laughs> and I was like, what's up, bro? What's up, man? Da, 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 da. We kicked it off. And I was like, okay, I like this guy. Yeah. He's good. good. Got you He's rubbing good. the back of your head. Look at yes, you. Yes, my boo. My boo. My boo. Yeah, that's my boo. Yeah. That's good. So, how, I mean, how has he adapted to the kids and the kids adapted to him? And They love him. That's good. They love him. Um. Always from the beginning, I guess, of the divorce or separation or whatnot, you know, I didn't want to bring people in and out, them seeing yeah. different people. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's mommy's boyfriend. Oh, now that's mommy's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. That's uncle somebody. That's what I was saying. Then they start turning into uncles. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't want that. But it was oh. it was kind of funny. Maybe, maybe a week or so before I met Tony. Nick was like, you know what, Mom? You need to get out and date. You need to live your life and have fun. I'm like, oh, hmm. thanks, Nick. And then, ta-da. I hmm. him, but the kids absolutely absolutely love him. Um, he has a child as well. Just a sweet little thing. 
and they mesh very well. How old is his child? Um, nine. Okay. So kind of in between. Kind of in between. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we have a good time together and love his mom. She's amazing. Oh, so love you him. met mama. Mm-hmm. You in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Love his family. And that's, you know, one thing I don't have down here, honestly, is like family. Right. You know, so just to be able to really be a part of that or a part of a family. Mm-hmm. So that's, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, yep. can 4th of July, you got somewhere to go. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I have one other question that I should have asked before. How did the friendship thing, because like when you're married, you have friends together. Mm-hmm. So when you divorced, how did that go? Like, you know, keeping friendships, losing friendships. Well, I mean, look, how did that? We still cool. <laughs> I mean, that's, but that's just kind of how I am. You know, but some people feel like they have to choose a side, you know, or pick the person out of the divorce that they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, stay with. But how did that how did that go for you? Um, that's one thing I definitely did not want for my friends. I didn't want that for them to feel like they're on a certain side mm-hmm. or anything like that um team ghost team tommy <laughs> team ghost. you watch power yeah oh okay countdown has you laugh like as if you got it so okay we'll yeah. come back to that yeah, yeah. Sorry. um i'm kind of new with it but yes. yeah okay um so okay. that's I, I didn't want that for them but i feel like i'm i feel like for me i'm friends with everybody that we were friends with okay um for him, I won't say he's not friends with him because I don't know the conversations that he has. But I just feel like, hey, you know, so-and-so has this going on. Why don't you go to, you know, support or, or do this or. Yeah. But and then even in that, I can't I can no longer I won't say hold your hand, but I can no longer be that that part for you, mm-hmm. like support for you. Like, say, hey, why don't you do this or why don't there was an incident where I had. um yeah, I'm gonna tell it. So <laughs> there tell was it. there was an incident where I had um <laughs> I had sent him uh like a message of a a flyer of like men coming together and losing weight. You always see like groups of women coming together and doing something right. and losing weight. So I had sent it to him and then the reply, not from him, but you know, um from now his wife was, you know, he don't need this and why are you worried about, you know, and I was just like, you know, he needs to be here for his kids. And right, y'all know me. Exactly. Yes. My intentions were pure. Like, hey, why don't you, you know, do this? But it wasn't taken that way. So I have to remember. That's not my responsibility. That's no longer my responsibility. Not my lane. Let me leave that alone. Yeah. But that was just like the subtle encouragement of, hey, you you may not be as healthy as you need to be. And we got these kids to raise. Mm-hmm. So married or not, um, this is something that you may want to look into. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I could see how I could see it from your end, from your point of view. So I hope this if, if this is me- I don't want to step into messy territory because, you know, da-da-da. but how is that dynamic now? You're the mother of his children. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, he's the father of your children. Mm-hmm. He's married. Mm-hmm. Does there sometimes be some tension? Yes. Okay. Yes, um, extreme tension, like like the tornado that hit back in May. Tension, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's more than tension. <laughs> it's it's that de- I will definitely say it's gotten better. Um, yeah, I'll say that. I think. I don't know. I don't necessarily want to say what I think that she thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't want her to think that I want him. Right. I feel like that has maybe come up in perhaps in her head. 
I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but you share kids. See, the, the thing is, is that your contact with him is, number one, you have a history mm-hmm. longer than her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, 10 years of marriage, and that's not even including dating time. Mm-hmm. Then you have you have shared births, which mm-hmm. is like the next thing to death. death okay, yes. so for you to be with a person and you go through that experience alone, to I mean that alone is like a that, that's a bond, that's a connection. Mm-hmm. But then you have your children, and then you have your way of raising your kids, and yeah. you know how you're particular about how you you are with your kids and how they are with themselves and caring for themselves or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you have someone else's background. And upbringing of how they care for themselves and their recommendation. Yeah, that's the and if she's part. not a parent, then sometimes that can be for like, what kids did you raise? And yes. how are you going <laughs> to tell me about mine? Yes. You know what I mean? So that's a point of contention, too, because it's like I'm a mother and I'm the mother of these two. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I want for these two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's always challenging, you know, when you have children and then the spouse moves on and now you have another woman who has her background because Mm -hmm. women, we are very, very domestic and we want things to be, you know, in Mm -hmm. our way, Mm -hmm. you know, that fits Mm -hmm. our personality and our style, Mm -hmm. but you can't project that onto my kids because I have a way and I've had a way all this time before you've come Mm -hmm. of how I do things. And so that can be very, yeah, that can be very tense. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so I was just curious, too, about, I'm glad you brought that up, but just curious about the whole friend piece because I know from my parents personally, they they lost friends. Like, my mom's, she just kind of was, like, out on her own, you know. Mm-hmm. She was kind of like the outsider, the outlier of the group because it was like they chose him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's really good that you were still able to maintain friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know. What what final words would you have for um, somebody probably going going through, through it or you know kind of considering going through it and having it's pretty, children? It's pretty good because that was going to be the question I was going to ask. We won. <laughs> That's we right, are y'all. Are, I like that. Um, I got a song for everything. I'm do. sorry. You do, sir. It's, it's okay. We know, like it. DJ jukebox. <laughs> I think. I think what has to be understood. You have to really maybe self evaluate. Like this is your life too you can't continue to maybe be a doormat and if you do decide to maybe get divorced or separated you know there are going to it's not it's not going to be easy but you have it which it's going to be hard which hard are you going to choose hard as in you know separating and rebuilding your life or hard as in staying in a situation that is to me honestly like killing you like I know I didn't we just didn't mesh anymore and I wasn't myself anymore mm-hmm. and then after like I had a surgery after divorce I was like oh my gosh I'm the crazy Jante again fun loving like mm-hmm. you know I, I, I want to live life mm-hmm. so I would just say I don't know I don't know pick your heart pick your heart and honestly pray and examine yourself mm-hmm. if there's anything that maybe you can do to make it better great if it's not just know that you've done all that you can before making that choice to end or separate or whatnot great 
Yeah. I would like to bring your partner on down the line oh, and Lord. just have that That'd conversation. That yeah. would be fun. Yeah. We need to do that. Team up. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I already like him. <laughs> yeah. So I would like to get to meet him. I mean, okay. I ain't your daddy or nothing, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I approve. Yeah, I, I approve. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, um, it was great. I feel like we, we've only been here for 56 minutes. I feel like we probably can talk about a whole lot more. Yeah, so we got to bring you back on. That's what we got to bring you back on. Um, Anything else you got? I don't think so. I don't know. You think I got something else? No, just just didn't want to. It's almost like saying all hearts and minds clear. Yes. <laughs> Praise <laughs> God. No. So, um, thank everybody for listening. I am DJ Doris E. And I am Maya Dorsey. And you are in another episode of the Dorsey Dan Podcast. Remember, if you are listening via SoundCloud, please drop in the comment section. You know, jump in. Let's have some conversation. I'm sure John Tay is going to be in there. Yeah. She'll respond back to you. If she if you got questions for her, we'll jump back in. If you got questions for us, let's just have some dialogue. We out. Until next time. Holla. <laughs>